Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Best Friends Forever. This is the Fantasy Best Friends Forever. You're on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Alongside Frankie Stample, I am Greg Sussman. Happy opening day, Frankie. Hey, yo! Happy opening day. Super, super excited here, Greggy. Getting a bunch of lineups rolling in here, setting lineups for DFS. Yeah. Season long. It's here, Greggy. We've done it. We made it. It's going to be hard to pay attention now, too. We survived. <laughs> gonna have no, there's no reason not to pay attention. There's nothing going on yet, right? It doesn't start till 1 o'clock, right? Yeah, 1 o'clock. So we're good. If, you can, if I could pay attention somehow and host a basketball show during Maryland's NCAA tournament, there's you could no probably excuses. survive one day of baseball. No excuses. No excuses. Play like a champion. Rule number 76. How you doing, Greg? You had you sleep last night. I slept great last night. Real I slept, great. I slept pretty well, too. Real great. It was a bit early last night. How early are we talking? A quarter to 11? Early. It's early. That is early. Right? I was I was in bed before midnight. Early for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Judy wasn't feeling well, so she went to bed early. I was watching I was watching the Thunder game and like the Thunder game ended. I was like, guess we're gonna go to bed now. <laughs> so So I did. I didn't know what else to do. So like on a night like tonight, like I'm going to a bar to watch March Madness and some baseball. I'm gonna get home. It'll be late. Is there any leap? There's no leap baseball on tonight, right? I think the latest game is seven o'clock. Seven? So I can't even get home and watch baseball at like ten or anything. Right, yeah, the Red Sox and Mariners. That's probably like an ESPN. Sure it is. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because <laughs> oh, we got a lineup. Um, and what lineup would that be? Greg? Damn it! So what are you looking for what are you trying to find? Darren Henderson officially not in the lineup today. Yeah, exactly like I told you it would be, Greggy. Damn it. Strong side of a platoon here for Ryan McMahon, who's starting and playing second base, batting seventh for the Rockies against Jose Urania. So this is bad news bears for Garrett Hampson, huh? I do want to kind of preface the beginning of this uh, for anyone who's listening on demand, Greg. I feel like we're going to be talking a lot about yes. what's going on yes. right now, like uh-huh. lineups coming out and stuff. So if you listen to this later on, on demand, sorry, don't be alarmed. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about lineups today and DFS and... Speaking of DFS, stuff. speaking of that, Drew Dinkmeyer will join us 1220 to uh, go over some DFS stuff today for Major League Baseball. So that's exciting. Yes, it is. Going to get our guy Drew Dinkmeyer on the Skype machine. We are. Talk about some DFS lineups. I want to get his thoughts on uh, specifically this jersey that I'm wearing. Uh, Bryce Harper. And whether or not BVP, batter versus pitcher data, matters, Greg. And specifically when you have a large sample size. So I tweeted this out last night. Bryce Harper against Julio Teran in his career is yes. 18 for 40 with eight home runs. That's pretty good. So he owns him. But then I had a few people also responding to me saying, oh, you know, batter versus pitcher data doesn't matter. 40 at-bats? 
It's a pretty big sample size. That's what we're here to ask Drew Nickmeyer. Yeah, right. That's what I want to ask him about. We have another lineup, Greg. Well, we have a lot, we have a lot of lineups. And before we get into going over lineups, which we'll do, we'll break them down. I almost tweeted this out. I didn't want to subtweet anyone. I didn't want to start anything. To my face. I wasn't, I'm not trying to do that, right? But fantasy Twitter, I have a lot of issues with because I think they love, like, Barry Horowitzing themselves, right? Patting themselves on the back, caring about things that just, like, don't matter. And all, like, the first guy hits a home run today. I called it. your pace for 162 now. I'm like, oh, my God. What are we doing here? Right. Hunter Strickland is on pace for 162. Right. So, no one tweeted that out, thankfully, that I saw. But as soon as, like, some schmo had... I, I cannot wait for the guy that hits two home runs today that we, no one knew about. And it was like, just like we all predicted, show us show hit the home runs. I'm like, come on. Larry Garcia is going to be the one. Right. Larry Garcia... I feel like people talk about him every year. Sure, Larry Garcia hits two home runs. Everyone's going to freak out. Pick him up. Right. So, along those lines, people are tweeting out, Oh my God, Ryan O'Hearn's not in the lineup. What am I going to do? That's right. a someone, Greg. It's uh, someone we know very... No, he's no... Like, like, what are we... Like, why are we playing... What's this, what's this guy's name? He's playing over him, Frank? Frank Schwindel? Is that who yes, it is? Yes, Frank Schwindel. Frank Schwindel. We got Frank Schwindel in the lineup today for Kansas City. Batting fifth, playing first base. Hunter Dozier's at third. We'll go over the lineups later. Because Frank Schwindel's in the lineup against the lefty, fantasy Twitter freaks out. Freaks out. Greg, you fired up here. It's not, just, it's not just Frank. We, I got, I guess it's not just Florio. It's Frank tweeting out stuff. What did I do? Shin Shu Oh, no. Hunter Pence. I didn't tweet that. Oh, it wasn't you. It was probably Florio again. <laughs> what you it probably was Florio. All I said was the line of the shields leading off against the lefty. That was fine. Let's see if, you know, any, that, if that sticks or not. I didn't have an issue with that I'm one. not freaking out. I didn't have an issue with that one. You didn't freak Check out. tweet. The shields leading off today against the lefty. I'm not freaking out about Shinsu Chu. Didn't bother me. That tweet did not bother me, Frank. And you know, I'll call you out if, if I think it does. Yeah, and I have no problem bothering you either. And other tweets that Frank... I actually like other, doing things that bother you. Other tweets that Frank had today. Pirates, uh, Ken Rosenthal said, my man, the Chiz broke his hand. Chiz, that's so, why I didn't want him, Greg. So Frank making it clear, because we've gotten requests about, like, NL only leagues and deeper leagues. Hey, Melky Cabrera, now going to start. That's a helpful tweet, I think. Thank you, Greg. Absolutely. Now, now the tweet where it said, where Laura Armstrong said, hey, Vladimir Guerrero is going to move quickly. He's going to play games this weekend. Where F Frank tweets, quote, Vlad is coming, dot, dot, dot. Not super helpful. Like, like winter is coming, Greg. It was, it was like a game yeah, of that, Thrones that, that wasn't super helpful. But I thought it was worth quote tweeting that because he's moving quicker than originally planned. And maybe he... Vlad is coming, dot, dot, dot. Maybe, maybe he's back in the lineup uh, in, in the majors closer to the timetable we thought originally. Not helpful. It is, it is helpful. And then the last... People who got him. And the last tweet the discount. Uh, from Frank that I'll call out is Ben Nicholson-Smith tweeted uh, Rowdy Tellez and Javi Guerra uh, making their opening day roster for the Blue Jays. So Frank thought it was important to tweet out Rowdy Roddy Tellez. His name is Rowdy, Greg. Come on. You can't make this stuff up. You just, you just thought you it was... a picture of his face, too. That guy will eat your entire family. Legitimately. That, that, his, um, He's a big boy. <laughs> his picture's not great. We should talk about that, Greg. We should talk about the Kendrick Morales trade and the fallout implications fantasy wise. sure engine morales last night set the, the twitter world ablaze greg fantasy baseball twitter fantasy world baseball, ablaze twitter world ablaze 
Angie Morales shipped over to Oakland. Looks like he's going to fill in at first base while Matt Olson is dealing with this injury. I have a few shares of Kendrys Morales. I have him in the main event. We have him in GST. I don't really love this move for him because I thought he was going to play every day with the Blue Jays. Uh, he should play every day now with Oakland, but it's a negative park shift. Once Matt Olson is back, you know, is Kendrys Morales really going to play? So I don't really love this move for him, but it's really the fallout for everything else. Again, Rowdy Tellez, a lot of people excited about. Big boy, he's got some power. Uh, he's got some uh, late discipline where, you know, he can walk a decent amount. So if you have him in OBP or points leagues, deeper leagues, he made the roster. I think he's going to be the everyday DH. I'll see what happens once uh, Vladimir Guerrero is called up for the Blue Jays. Also going to give more opportunities to guys like Teoscar Hernandez and Billy McKinney. So there was you know, a decent amount of fallout. From the Oakland A's side of things, uh, people were excited about Chad Pinder, Greg. because They thought he was going to be were. able to play every day and slide jerks and Profar over to first base. And maybe we see Mark Hanna against lefties. But it looks like Profar is still going to play mostly uh, against um, at second base uh, most of the time. They signed him for a reason. And then Chad Pinder, maybe they get him in the outfield against left-handed pitching. But... Today, they're facing a righty, and what do you know? Robbie Grossman leading off for the Oakland A's, like they said they were going to do. Honesty from Rocco Baldelli. I kind of like that. Before we get into these lineups, like, full stop, and we'll do it. the Oakland A's? Bob Melvin. Oh, right. <laughs> you know Robbie Grossman's still on the Twins. Still on the Twins, right, right, right. Rocky Bal- Rocco Baldelli is. That's what I meant, Bob Melvin. I got, I got a little confused there. No, yeah, and there's opening day. It's opening day. It's opening day. I, you can understand that. Absolutely. Um, speaking of opening day. These teams have to be better. It's very frustrating. You've been tweeting it out a lot. Florio's tweeted it out a lot. I've gotten a lot of texts from my, my home league, uh, my friends, and my colleagues. When we know players are on the DL, or what? What I do? Shaking your head at me. Not you, Greg. Not you. Okay. We know players are going on the DL, and they're going to be on the DL, like Tommy John, or like a torn ACL or something, or shoulder injury, whatever. Like, they're, not, they're not like may start the season, may not. Otani, Didi, Polanco, stuff like that. we got to get them on the DL. These site, Yahoo, ESPN, CBS, NFBC. No, NFBC is playing the DLs, but these guys got to get themselves. they got to get on the DL. I have Kyle Tucker in minor league spots, and now they have the M crossed out. Did I miss something? Did he make the opening day roster? I, I don't, I don't I, think I so. I can't find any news on it either. To my knowledge, Kyle Tucker was not breaking camp with the Houston Astros. That is my knowledge as well. And there's a slash going through the M, which means he's not eligible for the minor league spot, which means that he's on the opening day roster. Unless I miss something, Greg, and I can't find any news about this. You should probably add Kyle Tucker just in case. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's, what's going on here with, uh, with Kyle Tucker. I guess he – I can't see any announcements for the Astros uh, official roster. That's what, that's what I'm waiting on. But yeah, I couldn't agree more. I just got Gregory Polanco, IL eligible in a league, so that's good. They're finally uh, they're starting to move along here. Got to settle these lineups before 1 o'clock. Now, now I'm sure you're talking to the mic. You're talking off mic there. Sorry. Yeah. I want, I want people to hear you. Gregory Polanco is officially uh, on the IL, and uh, that is one that has worked out. So I placed him on the IL, and now I got to figure out what to do with Kyle Tucker because I don't know if he's in the lineup or not. On the roster, right? Probably not going to be in the lineup. I, yeah, it's annoying. I don't see why he would make the Houston Astros and not be in the lineup. Put him in AAA where he could play every day. Yeah, you know, I know. I, I get it. I get it. Uh, I'm waiting. We're going to go over all these lineups. It's just very, very frustrating, in all honesty, that people that are on the DL, not on the DL, people are in the minors, not in the minors, these websites like, that have to just be better. 
That's what I feel like, Frank. What time is the Astros game? Four o'clock. Astros play at four. Yeah, the Rays have already released their lineup. We're keeping everything a secret. Rays have already released their lineup. Carlos Correa is going to play or not? So let's not, you know, release our lineup. Come on, guys, it's opening day. You've had all offseason to think about this. Can we get your lineup, please? I'm getting frustrated. I don't want to be frustrated on opening day. I want to have a good time. I do too. You wear, why don't you? Why don't you debut your jersey, man? Why don't you show everyone what you're going? What do you want me to do? You want me to stand up and give a fashion show? Yes. Bryce Harper jersey. I mean, you, you work. Highest selling jersey in baseball. Beats Aaron Judge. All right, move the camera up so we can see it. There you go. All right, so show it off. All right, you don't need the headphones. Look at that. Bryce Harper, brand new, powder blue Philadelphia Phillies jersey uh, with the red as well. Looks very nice. Frank walked in, and the entire control room, I will say this, the entire pit downstairs, like, oh, that looks cool. Everybody said that, right? Yes. It was great. It's, ra- it's rare that the pit will agree on something unanimously, and kind of be in favor of, like, being nice to someone, it happened. I'm happy it happened for me, Greg. I don't think, uh, I don't think Kendrick Morales is going to be in the line for the Oakland A's. I said that, though. He will not be in the He's line. already out of the line. I, I know he is. Like, what, this isn't a surprise, dude. No, I'm just making sure. Chad Pinder is in the lineup. Do you want to go over any of these lineups, Greg? Do you want to start going over the lineups? I was going to wait till, till Drew got here, but I guess we could start if you want. Yeah, I think we should start, and then that, that'll kind of be like a setup. Going into their, our DFS segment. Oh, good. Mac Williamson was DFA. Another guy that Greg didn't want. Perfect. All right. The Mets and the Nationals. If that's your biggest problem today, Greg. I think you'll be all right. Oh, I mean, it's fantasy Twitter, right? It's fantasy Twitter. Mac Williamson yeah, so DFA. Why don't you tweet about it then? I'm not going to because I don't do that. Well, you can't be about it and not be about it. You can't complain about it on the show. You yes, gotta, I can. This, I disagree. This is my platform to complain about things. Okay. Well, it seems a little hypocritical. How is it hypocritical? made fun of other people for freaking out about Ryan O'Hearn. I'm not freaking out about Mac Wilson, Williamson. We would have never drafted Mac Williamson in the first place. Draft pick. We could drop him, Greg. It's fine. Can we drop Alex Wood? That's not up to me. Can we drop Shinsu Chu? No, nah, probably not. Why? It's only opening day. You can't be this reactionary, Greg. Fair enough. I mean, I have an itchy trigger finger. I'm going to drop somebody today. I guarantee that. All right. The Mets and the Nationals, 105. The big story coming out of this game is the lineup with Brandon Nimmo leading off. Followed by Pete Alonzo batting second, Robinson Cano third, Michael Conforto fourth, Willie Ramos is batting fifth, Jeff McNeil playing third and batting sixth, Ahmed Rosario seventh, Juan Lagares eighth, DeGrom batting ninth. What's the Nats lineup, Frank? The Nationals lineup, we have Adam Eaton leading off, Trey Turner batting second, Anthony Rendon, your National League MVP of 2019, batting third, Juan Soto cleanup, Ryan Zimmerman batting fifth, Jan Gomes sixth, Brian Dozier all the way down at seven. Max Scherzer, 8, and Victor Robles at 9. So you get a little dual leadoff action between Victor Robles and Adam Eaton. This is kind of what we suspected from Victor Robles and the Nationals. Unfortunately, you know, he's going to bat this low in the lineup, but they're trying to get that, that, that dual leadoff, uh, Victor Robles and Adam Eaton. Honestly, I wish Trey Turner was leading off as well. Spoke about that with Mike the Rotocop the other day. Uh, Trey Turner, much more apt to steal bases when he's leading off versus when he's batting second. We'll see how long Adam Eaton could stay healthy. Because I think if anything happens to him, we probably see Trey Turner first and then Victor Robles at two. Sure. Understandably so. And we hope, I don't want to hope for injuries, but I hope Robles will play his way uh, toward the top of the lineup. Um, of course, the old school, let's turn this lineup over thing. Um, it's annoying for Robles' fantasy owners. That includes us, Frankie. But hopefully it will result in some steals today and getting on base a couple times. We have a few shares of Victor Robles, and I know a lot of people are excited about him. My dad had him as the National League Rookie of the Year. He did. He likes him. A lot of excitement over Victor Robles, and rightfully so. 
For the other New York teams, the Yankees, they also go at 1 o'clock today with Gardner leading off, followed by Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Luke Voigt, Miguel Andujar, Gary Sanchez, Greg Bird, Glaber Torres batting 8th, Troy Tulowitzki ninth. not dissimilar from the lineup we expected, Frank, when it comes to the Yankees. Uh, What's the Orioles got going on? You, you give me the Orioles. Why, thank you, Greggy. We have Cedric Mullins leading off. Dwight Smith Jr. batting second. Jonathan VR, very surprising, batting third. I knew he would be at the top, but really third? Trey Mancini cleanup. Rio Ruiz fifth. Joey Ricard sixth. Chris Davis seventh. Jesus Sucre eighth. Richie Martin, not to be confused with Ricky, living La Vida Loca, batting mm. ninth. Um... I'm guessing Masahiro Tanaka is going to be very popular in DFS today, Greg. We'll ask Drew Digmeyer about that on the other side. Fantasy Best Friends Forever is rolling on here over the next two hours. We got Drew Digmeyer lined up coming up next. We got Virginia from Inside Injuries. Virginia Zakis will join us in hour two. So stick around a whole lot more. A lot of lineups to give you, a lot of information as well. Fantasy BFFs continues next. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day, 10 an hour, one person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drugs, alcohol, and bad influences. With the FMLA, people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it. Call now and learn how we can help you. 866-484-9621 866-484-9621 That's 866-484-9621 Game time decisions We've got accusations We've got retirement uh, We've got uh, potential jail time We've got creepy porn lawyers You name it, we got it uh, We spoke to Dick Vitale earlier this morning Dickie V, baby it's awesome, Cam. It's awesome, baby. He started crying. Did he really? Like real tears. Dick Vitale about to retire on our show for some reason. Weekdays, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Back with you, Fantasy Best Friends Forever, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know, it's funny. You know how I listen a lot of times when I'm doing work. I was creating the NBA rundown this morning. And a lot of times I'm listening to music. I was listening to Third Eye Blind this morning. Not Not surprising at all. I I don't don't normally listen to Third Eye Blind a lot. stay on brand, right? So, I I know it's definitely part of the brand. A lot of the times, though, a lot of the times I listen to um, music of today. But for whatever reason, it was a Third Eye Blind movie. I listened to Third Eye Blind today. And there it was, Third Eye Blind. It was weird. 
Yeah. Drew, what are you, uh, are you a big Third Eye Blind guy? I'm not a big Third Eye Blind guy. I'm not a big music guy. Hold on one second, guys, because I'm having some audio issues. All right, we'll, we'll hold. Let's give, let's give another lineup while, while we're holding for Drew. We just got the Cubs lineup, Greg. Uh, let's go. I'm going in order. I don't need the Cubs yet. That's fair. We're going in order. One o'clock game. It's the Cardinals and the Brew Crew. Miles Mikolas. Two o'clock game. Two o'clock? 2.10, you're right. Only, Only two one o'clock games. They're both New York. New York. Oh, that's cool. Well, one's in Washington. But it's two New go York teams. It's two New York teams. There you go. All right. Cardinals and Brew Crew. Miles Mikolas, Yoli Shasin, Matt Carpenter uh, leading off for the Cardinals, followed by Paul Goldschmidt. Paul DeYoung batting third for you DeYoung heads out there. That's good. Ding dong DeYoung. Marcelo Zuna batting fourth. I like that. Yadier Molina batting fifth. Dexter Fowler in the starting lineup batting sixth. Colton Wong seventh. Harrison Bader eighth. Miles Mikolas ninth, which means bad news for you Tyler O'Neill fans out there. Tyler O'Neill not in the lineup. I have a feeling that if we, he was facing a lefty here, he probably would be in the lineup. I agree with you. Uh, not a big fan of Dexter Fowler. We'll see how long that lasts. But on the Brewers side of things, we have Lorenzo Cain, Christian Yelich, Ryan Braun batting third, Travis Shaw, Jesus Aguilar, Mike Moustakis, Yasmani Grandal, Orlando Arcia, and Julis Chassin. Kind of surprised to see uh, Jesus Aguilar all the way down at five. <laughs> Jesus Aguilar at five. Jesus Aguilar uh, at five. I don't think it's all that surprising to be honest with you. Like you knew one, two, you knew one and two. You knew Travis Shaw would be up there as well. Give Maybe the old vet. Maybe and Brian, Brian Braun asked yeah. me a three, right? Maybe you flip flop Aguilar and Travis Shaw, but. It kind of is what it is. We stock is at six. Yasmani Grandel at, at seven. Aguilar batted third for most of last season. This lineup's a good lineup. We knew the Brewers lineup was awesome. Lineup. And it's good. It's a great lineup. The only deficiency might be Orlando Arcia. Let's see if he could bounce back again. Sure. A former top prospect there. I made some uh, lofty comparisons in all, last offseason saying his minor league profile reminded me a lot of Lindor. He did. He did not take that set. He did not. It happens. Went quite the other way. Can't get him, you know. Speaking of fantasy Twitter, Greg, there was a huge blow-up about uh, Fernando Tatis yesterday. Did you see any of that? I don't know. I, I think you told me about we this. Some, we had some Twitter beef. Crazy. People were freaking out about the projection systems for Fernando Tatis. You don't like it? Have you ever watched a baseball game in your life? Oh, God. Yeah, some of those. Something I would hate. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have, is Drew, Drew, are you ready, sir? I'm good. You're good. I'm back. You're ready. Okay. I'm back. I'm good. How's it going, Drew? You said you're not a you're not a music guy. I mean, if you had to choose one genre or artist, what are you going with? What's what's the Drew Dinkmeyer go to? I literally have no music uh, downloaded on my phone. I don't own any music anywhere. I'm literally not a music guy. Wow. All right. <laughs> so the opposite of Greg, because Greg's always out, uh, you know down in the control room. He's got his headphones on. Yeah. He's jamming. Yeah. He's working. Definitely working. Third eye blow. You got a rundown today, did you not? For me. I was working on that all morning. I was working on a FanDuel rundown as well. Proud of you, Greg. Thank you. It's me working. I concentrate with music on. Anyway, I want to concentrate and make a DFS lineup for today. Drew, I said this on the show yesterday. And that was last baseball season, I played DFS twice all season. One of them, opening day. At opening day, I think we talked to you. I won money. I felt great. Day two, I played DFS baseball. I lost money. And that was it. Didn't play anymore the rest of the season. So I want to play today. I want to get off on the right foot. I'm going to play a 50-50 today. So I really could use your help on where to start. Sure. So uh, the first part of that, identifying what kind of game you're playing, is the very first way to approach any MLB DFS uh, slate because the the way you play MLB DFS is so different between tournaments and cash games. Okay. 
because there's so much failure in MLB. You know, players are failing so often and we have these range of outcome projections. And so for hitters, literally every hitter in Major League Baseball, including Mike Trout against the worst pitcher in Major League Baseball, has a 10th percentile range of outcome of zero points. It just happens so frequently that players go 0 for 4, 0 for 3, 0 for 5, whatever it is. So it's a it's a it's a sport that is rooted in failure. And as a result, you need to approach the different types of game types very differently. But in cash games, you always start with for me, you always start with your pitcher selection. In tournaments, I always start with the bats. What bats do I really want to get in terms of a stack in my lineup? But with with cash games of uh, 50-50s, you start with the pitchers. And on this slate, I really think you start today with Justin Verlander. Um, the matchup with the Tampa Bay Rays, a team that projects for a lot of strikeouts, is very DFS friendly. The park is obviously a very good one for pitchers in general, uh, pitching in the trop. And, you know, Verlander is arguably the most skilled pitcher on the slate. There's obviously, depending on what slate you're playing, depending on what site you're playing, there's Scherzer to Grom, there's, you know, Sale uh, if you're playing some all day slates. But uh, Verlander is just as talented as those guys, and he's got arguably the best matchup. All right, perfect. So I got Justin Verlander in my lineup. And that was the catcher slash first base spot. So I, I, you know, only one guy. Trying, trying to eliminate the catcher here, Greg. Make make life a little bit easier for for DFS players right. uh, over on FanDuel. Do I have a two part question? What do you mean? Well, I thought he was just filling out my lineup. What, what do you right, do? So go. All right, go ahead, Greg. I, I, I'll take a. You know, I'll take this off. I'll, I'll you know, I'll go find something. <laughs> I don't care. I'm going to win money thanks to Drew. You don't all right, have to. All right, yeah. Catch a first base. I'm shutting off my mic. Perfect. Great. So at first base, my idea was was Luke Voigt. Is that a good idea? He's a he's one of the top I'd say five, I'm looking at our projections now one of the top five or so values right. between the two positions. Um, we like going potentially a little bit cheaper here, but okay. Void is certainly in the mix. I, what I would say is in general on this slate on you know FanDuel's main slate, which includes all the games except the the the, the night game. Yeah, um, you have a lot of intrigue in the Yankees mm-hmm. and in the Cubs. Those are the two offenses that you're most likely going to want to target from a cash game perspective. These are the offenses that have implied totals over five. So I think when you talk about catcher and first base, you've got a lot of options from both teams there. You've got uh, on the cheaper side of things, you've got Greg Bird hitting lower in the lineup for the Yankees. You've got Wilson Contreras, who the Cubs lineup just came out. He's hitting fifth, which is a great lineup spot with the platoon edge in Texas. You've got Luke Voigt hitting cleanup, which is a great lineup spot. Gary Sanchez down to sixth, but still a very skilled hitter. I would think you would want one of the players from those two games. The only exception I would say is maybe Justin Smoke could kind of sneak into the conversation as well. Um, but you can choose one of the guys from from those two games is where I'd, I'd start at, at catcher first base. Okay, fair enough. Perfect. Do you want me to con- Frank, do you have a question for Drew? No? I'm just going to go to my second baseman then. All right, cool. All right, at second base, Drew, let's keep it going, baby. So at second base, I think the the slate looks like, you know, there's not a lot of expensive second base options to really choose from. Um, Whit Merrifield is the most expensive. He's going to be in a tough position this year because while he's while he's going to be very good for, you know, season long rotisserie baseball leagues because of his speed, he's going to be a difficult play in DFS if he's priced up consistently because the Royals are going to be a team that you're not going to be super excited to play guys from most days. So I think second base is a position to get some salary relief. Um, Adam Frazier is a guy that stands out for us lead off on the road in Cincinnati, a great park, a big park upgrade for Pittsburgh. who usually plays in a park, uh, that really, really takes a hit on, you know, power and offense on the whole. We think he's really affordable. We also think Rucknet Odor hitting second for Texas, even though it's left on left, 
We just love the upside of Odor, the power-speed combination, hitting second in Arlington. We're not too afraid of John Lester, who showed some deterioration in skills last year. Those guys look like the clear decision for us at second base. By the way, just a little little pause, Frankie. What's up? Oh, hello. What's up? My man, Wilmer Flores, batting third in the lineup. It's not a good lineup anymore. Though. No, it's, it's not. A bad it's really I was looking at the Diamondbacks lineup. It it's is not good. awful. It's very bad. Oh my god, this is terrible. I will jump back in here. Right. I'm not a big Chris Bryant guy, but I think you know if there was ever a lock of the day, uh, I think it's Chris Bryant batting second here against Mike Miner again in Texas. Uh, the ball could fly out there. Uh, the third base position is. is there anything else you like there, Drew? I think he's really the top play. Thirty eight hundred dollars on Fanduel. He's definitely the top play. The one thing that I'll note is just in baseball, because guys fail so often, you can always make a case and an argument to get away from any one play. He is clearly our top value at third base, though, and if I was playing a cash game lineup, I would certainly uh, start with him. I'd want exposure if I'm building cash game lineups to, you know, my high, my high the higher-end versions of the Cubs and the Yankees where I can get them. Obviously, if you're building through someone like Justin Verlander, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to do so. Um, but he is, he, of the top-priced bats on this slate, um, he's one of the more affordable ones because he's below 4000 all right, so there, so there you go. That's Chris. It's uh, Chris Bryant below four thousand dollars at thirty eight hundred dollars. Uh, we'll move over to the shortstop. We got to save some money at, at some point. How do we do that? Uh, there's a lot of cheap outfielders. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so so outfield is a place you can definitely save some money if you wanted to save money at shortstop. I think Elvis Andrews would probably be the best guy. Yeah. He's hitting third, uh, twenty eight hundred, and he is a guy that is willing to run, and that's important when you're trying to capitalize on upside versus John Lester. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, especially against John Lester, because we know he can't hold anyone on. Correct. So, you know, you get some stolen bases there. Uh, Drew, is it, is it safe to say, and I feel like you touched on this a little bit, uh, it's just a lot of Yankees today. Try and get as many Cubs, yeah. Rangers in that range, and then maybe sprinkle in some Blue Jays because they're going up against Jordan Zimmerman. Yeah, for cash games, I think that's the right approach. For tournaments, you know, base, again, baseball is a sport where you fail a lot, so you want to you wanna consider w- what kind of ownership – teams are going to carry on a day-to-day basis. And I would expect the Yankees and Cubs, two teams that have public fan bases, huge fan bases, on opening day, they have the two best offensive implied totals on the slate. They're going to be very popular. And so in tournaments, I think, you know, you you naturally want to make sure you're being different when you're approaching them. Now, if you're going to play them, you can still play them. Just be different at like starting pitcher. Uh, be different at some of the one off players. Maybe don't play Yankees and Cubs together. Maybe stack them with a second team that's different. Um, and obviously on a slate this big with 14 games on it, you have plenty of options to choose from and plenty of other good offenses. You mentioned the Blue Jays. Uh, they're one that we think is in a, a really good spot today against Jordan Zimmerman. We also think the Phillies are in a pretty good spot against Julio Tehran, and we think they'll go very uh, low-owned. Guys like Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskins, uh, Andrew McCutcheon will probably all come in with very, really low ownership as everybody focuses on the Yankees, the Cubs, guys like Mike Trout. Um so I think you always in tournaments want to be different than the field. And there's certainly opportunities to do that on a slate where it looks like the plays are, are so obvious to build for cash games. Drew, I'm so happy you brought up Bryce Harper because I'm obviously wearing his jersey. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts uh, on my jersey. What do you think of it? it look, uh, <laughs> I love I love the I love all powder blue jerseys in general. Like I, I love that color concept. So I'm in on the, those old school Phillies jerseys. That's fair. I will take that. Uh, I was also looking into getting the, the powder blue Vladimir Guerrero Expos jersey. So I might get that Vladimir Guerrero senior. That is uh, I might look into getting that. But I wanted to ask you about Bryce Harper and specifically batter versus pitcher data. 
because I tweeted this out last night uh, that in Bryce Harper's career, he's homered three out of the last four opening days. I mean, that's not really relevant. That's more of like a narrative <laughs> thing. But uh, against Julio Tehran, he's 18 for 40 in his career, and he has eight home runs. Normally, batter, batter versus pitcher data, like you'll see, all right, 10, 12 at-bats. 40 at-bats, that's a pretty big sample size. Was I in the right mind thinking that, okay, Bryce Harper has owned Julio Tehran. He's in a good spot, obviously playing in Philly today. Uh, because, you know, I, I, I got some, uh, I got a little bit of backlash here on Twitter last night. Uh, batter versus pitcher data. Yeah, so all the math says, the big wide-scale studies that you do on batter versus pitcher, is what it says is that if you look at the sample as a whole, that it's not predictive, meaning the results that have happened in the past are not predictive of what will happen in the future. You will often see guys who are like one for 16 versus someone and then have a really good day. Um, you'll see guys who have these great numbers uh, against other pitchers and they'll have a really bad day. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist in the sense that it didn't happen or there might not be an effect where a, a batter literally does have something on a pitcher that they see the ball perfectly out of his hands and they just know what's coming. Um, I know Paul Goldschmidt had some insane numbers against Tim Linscombe, even when Linscombe was like dominant for years. So there, it's not to say that it's not real and that it doesn't exist. It's to say that when we do wholesale uh, looks at the population of batter versus pitcher stuff, there shows no predictive value. And so we don't consider it as predictive. And so there's a lot of arguments on Twitter that this stuff goes into because the math guys get really particular about it. The guys who like played the game uh, really think like, oh, no, I definitely saw you know, something from from this guy and I, I knew I'd hit him better. And so like you get into these like petty kind of arguments. But what I would say with regards to Bryce Harper is without knowing anything about his individual history against Julio Tehran, I know that Julio Tehran really struggles to get left handed batters out, especially left handed batters with big power. And I know Bryce Harper kills right handed pitching. So like it makes sense that he'd have really good numbers against Julio Tehran. Perhaps they're outsized and it's something that he sees differently. We wouldn't say that it has predicted value to it. Um, but it's certainly something that has happened, and it could be something that plays a factor. We just wouldn't know. The samples are so small, even if it feels like it's big because it's relative to other like ten at bat samples. Uh, it's real. It's still really small on the on the scale of MLB samples in general. I appreciate that from Drew because he kind of started off that answer saying, "Well, you know, Frank, you're pretty much wrong about batter versus pitcher data." But then he brought it back, and he's like, "Well, Bryce Harper's a really good play today because he's going up against Julio Tehran." So I appreciate that, Drew. So we're talking to Drew Dinkmeyer, uh, DailyRoto.com. I'm actually on DailyRoto.com right now. I think you use promo code FNTSY. You get 10% off um, on this MLB premium package. And uh, I'm in it right now. And, and some of these names, there are cheap outfielders on here. Brett Gardner, Delano DeShields come yeah. to mind. Yeah, Griggy, say it again. Say it again. Brett Gardner, Delano DeShields come Delano to mind. Delano DeShields, let's go. Delano DeShields is my, my daily fantasy nemesis. I That guy... Just stinks. So it's he awful. will do... He will... I am convinced that he believes that whenever there's a guy on first, it's an automatic bunt spot for him because it's a free chance at batting average. Like, I'm convinced that he does this. And he just gives away at bats for no reason whatsoever because he's like, oh, if I get out, they'll just rule it a sacrifice. I, I loathe that guy in DFS. He wastes so many plate appearances with what I think is stat padding or stat hunting for himself. Um, so I'm, I, he projects well cause he's a leadoff hitter in Texas and he's got the platoon edge and he runs and Lester's not hard to run on. And he's really cheap, but he is not my cup of tea. Brett Gardner. I'm good with, uh, Randall Gritchick is another cheap guy. Teoscar Hernandez, the, the cheaper end of the blue Jays guys. I think those guys are good. Uh, I would play those guys over Del- Delano DeShields personally.
Real quick, Drew, uh, Delano DeShields versus Albert Al- Almora Jr. They're both going up against each other today, both leading off for their respective teams, both $2,500 or less. I know you don't like Delino, uh, but do you like him more than Albert Almora? I do like him a little bit more than Albert Almora. The big difference is, you know, historically there's more pinch hit risk for Albert Almora, but uh, and so that's factored into our math. But honestly, I feel like there's not much in an AL park for Albert Almora. Like they're going to pinch hit Zagunis with Schwarber at some point in the game. And I don't see another threat really to Almora's playing time. So we have a slight dock on Almora because of historically being pinch hit for often. But I really don't think that's a concern today. So I would play Almora before. Drew Digmeyer, DailyRoto.com. Check it out right now. It's the Daily Roto NLB Premium Package. It's available right now at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY. You'll get 10% off. Drew, this has been a blast. Thank you for coming on. Uh, We'll talk to you soon. Let's win some money. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Best of luck on opening day. Absolutely. This is Like I said, it's one of a few days you're guaranteed to get me to play. I'm setting my lineup right now. I feel pretty good. You want to go over our lineups? You want to do it? When we come back? Yeah, let's do it. All right. We'll get your last when we come back. We're going to go over all the other MLB lineups. We'll get Venture up here a little bit um, as well. Dr. A, uh, or Virginia, rather, from Inside Injuries will join us, too. It's going to be a fun afternoon here at the BFFs. Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Scout Fantasy Sports. The Mets have a legitimate chance as we head into the season. It wouldn't shock me if this team made the wild card, which couldn't do without DeGrom. Yeah, I even think they have a a shot to win the division uh, if everything breaks right. And you could say that about a lot of teams, but they certainly have the pitching. There's no question about it. And last year, the biggest problem was the offense, and I got to think the offense is better. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save. 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network. So it's bad when you you look at your lineup and you're like... In, in FanDuel, you look at your lineup, you're like, this doesn't seem very good. And then, 
And then I'm looking at my my home league, my team, and I'm looking at the pitching staff. I'm like, oh, speaking of which, I still got to set my lineup. I'm like, this 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 doesn't look very good either. Like, we're this this is bad. Did you get Kyle Tucker news yet? I haven't I haven't seen any Kyle Tucker news now. Like, I'm looking at my pitching today in my home league. Right, this this is not good. What do you have pitching today? Uh, my my ace Blake Snell against Houston. All right, whatever, Greg. Mm-hmm. It might be without Correa. That's fine. We got faith in your guys, Greg. Big John Lester today. <laughs> you didn't drop him yet? Nah, man. I'll save those pickups. Might as well start him against Texas, right? No. You might as well not. We are. All right. Not we. We're, start, we're, start, we're starting John. He would not start on any team of mine. He's starting on my squad today. Johnny Lester. I'll drop him tonight. Then Jamie Tyon in Cincinnati gets the start today. Not great. But I'm starting him in a few places, too. That's the lineup. That's, those are the starters for today. You have a big game out of Jamie. I don't feel good about it, man. I don't feel good about it at all. Why is that? I just, I just don't know. Excited, though. Excited for some baseball. I want to hear my uh, DFS lineup? Yes. Run down. My starting pitcher. Thanks to Drew Digmeyer of DailyRoto.com. Justin Verlander. We're already different. You don't listen to Drew. You're an idiot. Probably. You told me to start Justin Verlander, so I did. I'm paying down a little bit, Greg. I'm going with Masahiro Tanaka at $9,400. Ooh, you save a lot of money doing that. Going up against, you know, Johnny VR batting third. You save a lot of money doing that. You do. Uh, at first base? No. Bye-bye, Birdie? Let's fly, baby! Greg, you're supposed to use batters who bat higher in the order, though. He bet seventh. We love it. Let's go. We don't love it. $2,300. Actually, I love the other Yankees first baseman more. I have Luke Voigt as my first baseman. Can't afford him. Can't afford him. Well, that's what happens when you use Verlander versus Tanaka. Correct. Absolutely. Uh, at second base, starting for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Talk. Let's go. Adam Frazier. Got him as well. All right. Batting third. According to Drew Dinkmeyer and Frank Stanfield. Chris Bryant! He is not batting third. He's playing third and batting second. Oh, I was looking at my shortstop. You're right. That's okay, though. Chris Bryant, $3,800. Playing short, batting third. Elvis Andrews! Let's go! All right! We both have the chalkiest lineup in opening day history. That's not true. Some of us are birds. Everyone's going to have the same lineup. We got birds, man. What else you got, Greg? In the outfield, we're just going all speed. With Brett Gardner! I have Gardner. With Delano DeShields. I have DeShields. And Albert Almora. I do not have Albert Almora. All right. Who's your third outfielder? My third outfielder is the man on the jersey, Greg. Bryce Harper. EVP right. versus Julio Tehran. Nice. Narratives. Home runs in three of the last four opening days. That would be Bryce Seems Harper. Good. I wish I could get him in there. I didn't throw out the cash. All right. Don't use JV. Uh, at the utility spot, who do you got? At the utility spot, I have the person who is leading off. Or Bryce Harper. That will be Andrew McCutcheon. Batting first, leading off for the Phillies. How much is he? Against Julio Tehran. He's $3,400. Thought it was a pretty uh, fair price. Not bad. Uh, at the utility spot for me, Bryce Harper! Nice! Let's go. Set that up, baby. Set it up like I didn't have the money. Bam, I do. Yeah, I, look, this is where all the chalk is going to be. As many Yankees as you can get. Rangers, Cubs, um, Adam Frazier, because he's super cheap and the second base position isn't very good. I like the Phillies lineup. I know Julio Tehran had a good spring, but um, I like uh, I like the Phillies lineup today. All right, should we go over some real lineups now? Let's do it. Let's All right, let's do it. All right, we are up to where? 
We're up here to the Phillies. Brady is perfect. So the Phillies, you can go. You, you were telling us about McCutcheon leading off and Bryce Harper batting third. Why don't you tell us the rest of the Phillies lineup? The rest of the Phillies lineup is... After McCutcheon, it is Gene Segura batting second, Bryce Harper batting third, Reese Hoskins batting cleanup, JT Realmuto batting fifth, Odubel Herrera sixth, Cesar Hernandez seventh, healthy and in the lineup, Michael Franco batting eighth, Aaron Nola the pitcher batting ninth. I have a few shares of Michael Franco. Not love him batting eighth. See what happens if he performs well. I have a feeling he would move up, but let's see what happens. Batting first for the Atlanta Braves, Ender Inciarte. Batting second, Josh Donaldson. Third, Freddie Freeman. As we expected, Ronald Acuna is cleaning up for the Braves today. Nick Markake is batting fifth. Ozzy Albee, sixth. Brian McCann, seventh. Dansby Swanson, who actually had a very nice spring, uh, batting eighth. Julio Tehran, batting ninth. I have a lineup question for you. Lineup question! Uh, Because Kyle Tucker is not minor league eligible right now, I don't know. Uh, I have to drop to one of my teams. All right. So between Wade Miley, Martin Perez, Jeff Samarja, Anibal Sanchez, and Brandon Woodruff, I have to drop one of those. Or I could drop Kyle Tucker, but I don't want to do that. All right. So not an option then. One of those pitchers. I'm going. Probably leaning. I'll tell you, I know who I'm leaning. Perez, Samarja, or Woodruff. One of those three is correct. Yeah. Well, you're not a Jeff Samarja. I'm going to drop. Marty Perez! Really? Is that starting in the middle of April for the Twins? So you're not, you're, you're you're, not you're, excited you're, enough? You're going to wait around for Martin yeah. Perez? But, I mean, they look good in the spring. Increased velocity. Outside of his last what start where he allowed four runs in five innings. Is that against the Yankees, though? Yeah. It's against the Yankees? Come on. Who knows what lineup the Yankees are putting out All right. there? I'll just drop Martin. Drop Marty Perez. I think you're right. Thank you. Now, I have a few other lineups to set. All right. What other lineups do we get in baseball? All right. Like Should I continue on? Yeah. The Detroit Tigers taking on the Toronto Blue Jays, 3.37 p.m. Eastern time in the Toronto. Barn burner. And our Tigers lineup is as follows. Josh Harrison leads off, followed by Nick Castellanos. Batting third, Miggy Cabrera. Uh, Jamer Candelario, that cleanup, batted bat second uh, most of last year. Nico Goodrum, who has all that position eligibility, DHing today. Uh, Kristen Stewart batting sixth uh, alongside Robert Pattinson. Batting seventh, Grayson Griner. Batting ninth, it'll be Jordy Mercer, followed by Mikey Maddock. Batting ninth. I feel like Grayson Griner is going to become a Greg favorite. I like Grayson Griner. I really like to say his name. Grayson Griner. Like Gruden Griner. Exactly. Grayson Griner. If I had Grayson Griner on my team, it would be called the Gruden Griners. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thanks. Pretty good. Uh, for the Blue Jays, we have Brandon Drury, who I think, you know, everyone's, Sneaky. Trying, to, everyone's trying to figure out, oh, how do I replace Vladimir Guerrero until he gets called up? Why don't you just pick up the per- person who's filling in for him? Poor Brandon Drury, man. Play, play Brandon Drury. Yeah, I mean, the guy's gotten the short end of the stick everywhere else. Brandon Drury, I think a sneaky play here. Leading off for the Blue Jays, going up against Jordan Zimmerman. Randall Grichuk batting second. Teoscar Hernandez batting third. Justin Smoke cleanup. Lourdes Guriel fifth. Kevin Pillar sixth. Rowdy Roddy Tellez batting seventh. Danny Jansen eighth. And Freddie Galvis batting ninth. Already. Freddie Galvis batting ninth. Right there, for the Toronto Blue Jays. All right, moving on to the Chicago Cubs, Texas Rangers. 405 start out in Texas. I'll go with John Lester's team. That's the Cubs. Albert Almora batting leadoff, playing center field. Chris Bryant batting second, playing third. Anthony Rizzo batting third, playing first base. Javi Baez is cleaning up, batting short. Wilson Contreras is batting fifth as the catcher. Uh, David Boat batting sixth and playing second, which means... That would be Bodie. Bodie, excuse me. Means Ben Zobers is your DH today. Jason Hayward batting eighth, playing right, and Mark Zagunis 
batting ninth in left field, which means there's no Kyle Schwarber, obviously, in the lineup uh, against the lefty today. And who else are we missing in this lineup, Frank? Is that it? Because they have the extra left leg. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Right. Yeah, there's no Kyle Schwarber. I think that was the biggest takeaway here, not playing against the lefty here on opening day. And so, but, but, but Mark Zagunis being on the roster instead of Ian Happ, a thing. Definitely a thing, yeah. And David Bodie in the lineup here as well for the Chicago Cubs. On the other side, my man, Delino DeShields leading off. Sneaky play against John Lester, who cannot hold batters on. Get some stolen bases here at Delino DeShields. Rugnan Odor batting second. I'm actually a little bit surprised that Daily Roto is on high as, is as high on him as they are, considering it's lefty on lefty. Elvis Andrus, who we both have in our lineup, batting third. Joey Gallo, cleanup. Hunter Pence, back to the future. Last one pass. Whatever you want to go with there. Hunter Pence batting fifth. Nomar Mazzara sixth. Azdrubal Cabrera seventh. Ronald Guzman eighth. Jeff Mathis ninth. Against John Lester. The, my other shortstop, by the way, officially not starting today. On my oh. team. So disaster. I told you to pick up Elvis Andrews. So you I probably should pick him up right now. So I, I will. But here's, my, here's why I haven't picked him up yet. In all seriousness. So I would, I would just drop Chris Taylor for him in my league. And just do it. The problem is, the Dodgers play tomorrow, and the Rangers don't. So there's a chance that Chris Taylor could wind up playing tomorrow, maybe. Okay. So I, I get it. I want to pick up Elvis Andres. I just want to wait for Otani to go on the DL to do it. But Otani isn't on the DL yet. It's incredibly annoying. Otani is on the on, on the IL. He's just, he's just been moved. He just been moved, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, uh, in CBS, uh, I was able to get him. Oh, on the IL. Oh, it's so big, Frank. Thank you very much for that, man. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's, that just you know, happened. We started off the program bashing these websites, but they're slowly coming around here, Greggy. That just happened, huh? Yes, it did. Good job, Frankie. I just, I just put him on the IL. All right. Oh. Welcome to the squad, uh, Elvis Andres. Good job, Frank. Nice. Get him in there, Greggy. I can't, because it doesn't take effect until tomorrow. I hate that about Yahoo, man. I know. But I think you can change it. You should be able to add a player and play him that day, no? We don't like to do that. I don't want to do that. Randall Reyes in the lineup? Yeah, he's playing cleanup, I think. Or batting fifth around there. Yeah, we do have the Padres lineup. Yeah, batting cleanup. That's what I thought, good yeah. spot to be in right behind Manny Machado and ahead of Eric Hosmer. Good uh, spot for Randall Reyes. We don't have the Giants lineup yet, but for the Padres, Ian Kinsler, Will Myers, Manny Machado third, Randall Reyes, Eric Hosmer, Fernando Tatis Jr. batting sixth in this lineup, Manuel Margot seventh, Austin Hedges eighth, and Eric Lauer ninth. I think Eric Lauer a sneaky. You, you did that without us having the Giants lineup? Yeah, well, just because I thought it was worth mentioning, uh, talking about the Padres lineup, I'm excited about them. I have Fran Reyes in our, our in-house league here. I like it. So I wanted to make sure he was in the lineup because I planned on having him and Chu whenever one of them wasn't in the lineup, getting the other one in the lineup. So I'm happy that Reyes is in here against the lefty Madison Bumgarner. You know what? A takeaway here, no Hunter Renfro. Even against a lefty. Not good. And this is this is what we worry about with the Padres. They have too many outfielders. They do. Hunter Renfro has a lot of upside, but here, even against a lefty, not in the lineup. The let me give you another lineup here because Frank's just doing lineups. You mentioned, you mentioned Wilmer Flores batting third. I think it's there? What, like Adam Jones leading off. Followed by Eduardo Escobar. Followed by Eduardo Escobar batting second. Flores is third. David Peralta, who expected to lead off, but facing the lefty, so he's batting fourth today. Christian Walker batting fifth, as you uh, said earlier. Kettle Marte batting sixth, which is annoying. Uh, Nick Ahmed batting seventh, and it's John Ryan Murphy. That's what's annoying to me. Being the starting catcher today. Why? All right, let's trade Paul Goldschmidt away to get Luke Weaver and Carson Kelly, and then not even play Carson Kelly. Yet. 
Yeah. Maybe Zach Greggy likes flowing. Maybe I should maybe, tweet about it, Greg. Please don't. Really? I have so many shares of Carson Kelly. That was great. See, that's a good job by you. Uh, <laughs> Zach, you actually called it. You said, hey, what about John Ryan Murphy? You I mentioned that, that last week. Maybe Zach Greggy likes throwing to J.R. Murphy. Maybe it is. I know that's why uh, uh, Beef Castillo's not in the lineup because I believe it is. Okay, hang on. It sucks. We got Carlos Redon starting, and it's James McCann as the starting catcher. That's going to be his personal catcher. Okay. James McCann's going to be his personal catcher. Don't freak out about Beef Castillo. By the way, the, is in there for Carlos just uh, Alex Pavle- uh, Pavlovich on Twitter. The Giants have had an opening day left fielder that has been different 13 consecutive years. And then they just DFA'd Mac Williamson. I, I know. He's messed up because he got hurt. Really, like... The guy was set to make the team and be a starter, and you DFA him because he gets hurt, right? Obviously, he wasn't guaranteed to make the team, Frank. I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I could drop him now. Yes, you could definitely drop Mac Williams. A few shares of Mac Williams. Because when he came up last year, he performed well, so I had a little bit of interest. Not a lot, just in some deeper leagues. I'm looking at my NFBC lineups now, Greg, to make sure. I have Carson Kelly in here. Might have to bring up, uh, pick up another backup catcher. Might have no choice. Have Delano the Shields in the lineup. Oh. The Shields makes the lineup. All right, that's cool. Shields in at my utility. How about this, Greg? I'll throw a little question your way. Sure. Uh, Brandon Lowe is hitting cleanup today for the Tampa Bay Rays. They're clearly very excited about Brandon Lowe. They are. You took gave him, him the extension. Took him with my last round pick in the Great Fantasy Baseball Invitational. Would you use him over Joey Wendell as your middle infielder? I would. In NFBC. You'd use Brandon Lowe. I would, yes. Betting cleanup. Exactly. Wendell's betting six. sixth. Yep. Mm-hmm. The rest of the Rays lineup. Yeah, I think it's fair. The rest of the Rays lineup is as follows: Austin Meadows leads off. Tommy Pham batting second, playing left field. G-Man Choi, your third place hitter for the Rays today, uh, batting fourth. Brandon Lowe batting fifth is Yandy Diaz. Batting sixth, Joey Wendell. Seventh, Willie Adams. Eighth, Kevin Kiermaier. You don't like to see him batting eighth. That's annoying if you're a Kiermaier owner. Uh, and Mike Zanino batting ninth, which you also don't like if you're a Zanino guy. Yeah, not not. Do you, think, Greg, do you think Greg Bird got cheered today or booed? So he just came out. I don't think there's going to be much of a reaction. All right. Glaber Torres, I'm sure, got a big ovation. He just came out as well because they're going through the lineup. Yeah. Big smiles for Glaber. It's first opening day. He's a Yankee. Yeah, I don't like that Glaber's betting. Yes. How much higher can you put him? I hope Tulo got a lot of cheers. I love Tulo. I should get a Tulo jersey, man. I love that guy. Always have. We'll talk. I'll help you get one. Probably should get a Tulo Rockies jersey, realistically. I can't believe G-Man Choi is legitimately betting third for the race. I'm excited. Can you sense the excitement in our voices? Hey, hey dude, I'm ready. Like... Lineups being announced right now for the Yankee game. The Mets and Nationals are getting ready to, to get warmed up here as well, too. We got DeGrom going up against Scherzer. You know it's hey, a big day when the Pete Mets Alonso. broadcast is wearing suits. Pete Alonso, your first game. All you got to do is face Max Scherzer. Adding second. Sounds he, like fun. He said he's ready for the challenge. So he's ready for yeah, the challenge. We'll see. Uh, I think it's looking more like a sombrero day for Pete Alonso. Let me give you the A's lineup uh, right now. Robbie Grossman, as you said, Frank leads off. Followed by Matt Chapman, second. Steve Piscotti batting third. Chris Davis batting fourth. Erickson Profar is batting fifth. Chad Bat six. Marcus Simeon batting seventh. Ramon Laureano batting eighth. I have to get Ramon Laureano. And well, Josh Fegley. He's going to lead off, Greg. And Josh Fegley is batting ninth. I, I will say that I've cooled it a little bit on the Ramon Laureano. Oh, have you now? Yeah, Wilmer Flores batting third, so there you go. What a call by Greggy. <laughs> it all works out awesome. for you, man. Oh, man. Uh, oh, good. I have Wait, a what do you think Laureano about much. this nickname for Chad Pinder? I was doing the, the podcast with Bubba the other day. This should be funny. Swipe right. Chad Pinder. I like it. There you go. I like it. That, did you create that? I did not. No, that's all Bench with Bubba. Who I spoke about, he lives on the West Coast. He's a big Giants fan. I uh, spoke about the possibilities of getting him in on the show soon. Sure. So we'll, we'll have to figure it out. He's also a big Metallica fan. 
Is that why you're getting a lot of? Uh, you know, there's a lot of crossover there between like the San Francisco Giants and Metallica. They do. They play a lot of. Uh, they do seriously. They do like uh, random concerts after like Giants games and stuff. So there's a lot of crossover there. It makes a lot of sense. All right. I was happy to hear that. We spoke a little bit before we went on air about how much uh, I don't like Dave Matthews Band and how much you do like them. Does, does he like them? We spoke. Of, no, he doesn't. Uh, and we spoke about our love for Metallica. So that was cool. Don't look at the lineups, man. Yeah, Craig's just diving in. Have you seen anything on this Kyle Tucker news? I got the Houston lineup. I got a DM. I got the Houston lineup. Can I give that? To give the Rage lineup? What's up? I got the Houston lineup. Oh, who is it? Oh, actually, I just seen it. Story leading off. Betting right, playing right field. It's George Springer. Georgie. Mm. Batting second. It's Jose Altuve. Batting third. Alex Bregman. Cleaning up. Michael Brantley in left field. Batting fifth is Yuli Gurriel. Tyler White's a DH batting sixth. Yeah, I like that, too. You like seeing them in the lineup. Uh, batting seventh is Robinson Chirinos. Batting eighth, there is no Carlos Correa in the lineup. No Alemis Diaz is batting eighth. And Jake Marisnik playing center field today. Batting ninth. Interesting lineup. Weird lineup. You know who's not in the lineup? Kyle Tucker. Why is he not eligible for my minor league spot, CBS Sports? Only one lefty in the lineup today for the Astros. That's Michael Brantley batting cleanup. They go all righty heavy other than that. Playing, placing off against Blake Snell, the lefty. Venture joins us next. More lineups. Baseball. It's live next.